0: listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio.
1: Radio. Radio. So we got to start with the Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott, aka Dakota.
0: Yeah, and Dak Prescott it was announced is going to undergo a precautionary MRI as the team returns back to Texas. His goal is to play in the preseason game not this weekend but the following weekend against the Texans.
1: It's a good goal. It's a good goal. Now, <laughs> here's the first thing I got to get to right away is McKenzie, pull up that tweet from the Dallas uh, official Twitter account. Yeah, here it is. This is great. It says, this is a quote now. it's No, I'm reading from Twitter. It's not a setback. And it's not a reason to worry. But QB Dak Prescott is planning on getting another MRI. Okay. Now, we don't know who exactly wrote that but I think I've got some of their earlier work. Let's listen. They are not near Baghdad. Don't believe them. (laughs) They're not near Baghdad. Don't believe them. Baghdad Bob, he was pretty famous. This feels like a tweet from him. I mean, it's like, it leads off with, it's not a setback. First of all, what are they even talking about? Like if you, it's a, I looked outside to see if there was bombers in the sky. Like I mean, what are we talking about? What's not the setback? And it's not a reason to worry. So before we even tell you what this is, trust us. Don't worry about it. Whatever your brain does, ignore that. Your brain's natural reaction. You have to fight that because we're telling you what to think. And then he's planning on getting another MRI. AJ
2: this is how i deal with my wife let's say i've got to tell her some kind of news the first thing i say is now before i say this i don't want you to freak out i don't want
1: you to get upset but that's at least then you're saying this is my wish that you don't get upset <laughs> they're telling them there's no reason to worry but, but if like, i say that
2: you already know there's a reason to get upset there's because otherwise you don't preface things like that you there's no such thing as a precautionary mri You're going to get an MRI because something still doesn't feel right. This is not like a teeth cleaning that you do every year. You just go in and you get your teeth cleaned because it's routine. Especially when you got your teeth cleaned last week. Right. There's nothing. You don't do. You don't say, ah, well, let's just check another MRI to see if if it's, you know, any
1: different. Well, let me tune into the Dallas radio stations real quick. They are not near Baghdad. Don't believe them. Okay, I mean they're sticking to the story, Jonas. What do you think?
0: It it just feels like they don't really—they're scrambling to figure out a way to try and calm everybody down, and and I don't know if it's because they just paid them a bunch of money or or if this is you know them trying to you know provide optimism and spin it because maybe it didn't come across great on Hard Knocks, but it's just very bizarre how this has been handled.
1: Well, but if anything, Hard Knocks seem to ignore it, right? So how? how could that be the issue? Well, Hard Knocks
0: uh, addressed it. It opened up with Hard Knocks talking about Dak wanting to get out there, then wanting to him to take it slow. But then they did focus on him dealing with the issue and not being able to get back out
1: there and being frustrated with it. Uh, okay, so I, I, got that, I took that wrong. I thought when he was all excited about getting out there, it was just the injury from his ankle and stuff. They were talking about the arm? No, eventually they, were...
2: they did. Yeah, eventually they they talked about talking to the Texas Rangers and the New York Yankees and getting in a second opinion. They called it a shoulder strain at the time. Okay, okay. And Jerry was like, I'd like to see, I don't want to see him throwing deep, but I'd like to see if we can get about there throwing, you know, short passes. And the the trainer was like, no, we don't want him to throw at all. So Jerry's in a hurry to see him. But uh, You know, the trainer's saying, no, we don't want to see him throw. Mike McCarthy doesn't want him anywhere near the field. So there's just mixed messages coming out of Dallas. I
1: mean, it, it strikes me the fact that there could be, at various points of the episode, confusion if it's his dislocated in eight places or whatever ankle, or if it's his arm. It's like, this guy doesn't seem close to healthy. I mean, it's like, let's say he plays in the next preseason game. What kind of optimism do you have that he's going to play the rest of the year without getting hurt? I mean,
0: the fact that he wants to be out there as much as he does, that he's got to be out there in the preseason, got to be out there in the preseason, multiple times now has said, I want to play in the preseason, I want to play in the preseason. I actually wonder if he's got some skepticism himself and he wants to get out there and try and see if he can give it a go. First, with the ankle, seeing how he responds to that, and now he's got the shoulder issue. I, I just don't know how, if you're a Cowboy fan, this seems, you know, a normal business or, you know, a business as usual the way the Cowboys handle things the way they've been trying to PR
1: spin this. And yet, the Vegas odds, they moved for week one a couple days ago. The Cowboys were six and a half point underdogs. Tampa, that's that first Thursday kickoff game. Now they're seven point underdogs. So they bet against Dallas. Since, you don't see the Super Bowl odds moving. You don't see the division odds moving. You don't see week one moving anymore. So the betting market's not reacting in a severe way. It does seem like week one is the week where, at least early week one, maybe week two, three, they'd be susceptible to a greater effect. Think of it this way. If he doesn't, if he's really hurt and misses a bunch of games, obviously big effect, but he's going to miss early games before late games, right? But I think odds are he won't miss any regular season games, at least from this. I'm, I'm saying odds are, but how much is it affecting his prep? How much is it affecting him getting reintegrated with a team that he's only played five, four and a half games with in the last 20 months? In 20 months, he's played like four and a half games. And it's been almost a year. So the idea that he doesn't need practice time, and I think he's saying himself, he thinks he does. Now, is that him worried that... If he doesn't get practice time, he's going to be bad? Is that him saying, hey, I'm going to put on a show that I, I'm just on the brink of being ready to go out there even though I'm not? I don't know. What we know is Dakota's not afraid to lie to the public. He was bragging about it, right? He kept that on the low. Yeah, we snuck that by the dum-dums out there, the rubes. So I can't believe... The funny thing is we've given up as a society even chastising teams or people for lying. It's like, at some point, be like, really? You lied to us? We skipped that part now. It's like, of course they did. Maybe it's our fault. Maybe it's the expectations. Maybe we're getting the amount of truth we deserve because we don't expect the truth. I, for one, expect the truth. I think the one thing that, I mean, you, you mentioned, there's
2: no, he needs these reps. There's no way that on that ankle, he doesn't want to to test it before the regular season. You don't want to be relearning how to use your legs during the regular season. I think... If you felt any certain way about Dallas coming into preseason, you have to be lower on them now than you were. I agree. agree. There's no way around it. And you, as someone who has a a division ticket on the football team, that has to make you feel better.
1: I don't wish for people's illnesses, but, but again, if someone had to be hurt right now, Dak's probably the person. Oops. Considering our ticket, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying I wished it. I'm, you know, it's, let's be honest, right? If you're playing against Michael Jordan in the finals, you're hoping he's got the flu. If if
2: someone on the team has to
1: get the flu, that's who you hope it is. Yes, <laughs> and I hope it's not Michael Jordan though, because it won't bother no, him. No,
2: that will have nothing to do with the the football team. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: Why? Would we downgrade Dallas when most likely Dak's going to play game one? Probably most likely won't miss any games this year. I mean, statistically, you'd have to say that's likely. But based on his history, he got hurt one time. I don't think he's missing another game. It's because of the range of possible outcomes. Even though something I mean, imagine if someone said, Okay, I'm gonna give you a 10% raise, except except I'm going to roll these two dice, and if it's 6-6, six, six, which takes uh, 1 in 36, right? So 1 in 36 chance, I'm going to fire you if it rolls 6-6. Six, six. Or I can give you a 10% raise and no roll of the dice. Well, odds are the dice aren't coming up thirty six or you know 6 and 6, 1 in 36 only, but there's a small chance you're going to have a catastrophe if losing the job is, and thus it's a negative. So what are the possible outcomes here? Dak could be so hurt he doesn't play one single game this year. It's like Tommy John time or whatever. Okay. Odds of that? Is that 1%? Is that 2%? I kind of think it's probably at least 2%. Feels
2: like more than it was yesterday before they said he had to get another MRI. It, whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. It's not a setback. There's no reason to worry, A.J. Hobbs. Don't panic. So, I mean, just relax. So then there's a chance he might miss the first four games or so. Okay. What's that chance? 5%, 8%? What? Mathematical guys do what hedge funds do, you might have heard the term, uh, you know, a positive expectation. Now what does positive expectation mean? Me and AJ are flipping a coin. Every time it's a fair coin, so it's 50-50. AJ didn't sneak one of his little funny coins in there. All right. So 50% heads and tails. I take heads, you take tails. But every time I win, you give me a dollar and a penny. Every time you win, I give you a dollar. What's my expectation? I might lose five flips in a row, but I have a positive expectation flipping the coin. Right now, whatever the possible outcomes were for Dak, 10 days ago, they looked much rosier than now. We don't know exactly what's going to happen, and you know what? It could be the identical thing that would have happened as of 10 days ago if none of this had happened in the interim, but that's not 100%, and thus, in general... There's scenarios that are much worse than we would have envisioned before. So you have to downgrade Dallas overall. And that's what the betting markets have done to some degree. I'm seeing it flash up. McKenzie, Pinnacle, which is one of the biggest offshore books in the world, took Dallas, their over-under season wins off the board. So you might say, oh, that's precautionary, like the MRI. Yeah, it is. But when it's off the board, you can't bet it. So every minute that goes by that the Cowboys are off the board, one of the biggest sports books in the world are saying, We will accept making no money on Dallas. You cannot make a bet. We're here to take bets, but you can't make a bet on Dallas till we tell you you can. Because why? Because there's so much uncertainty. We're afraid of Dallas money because someone might know something we don't. That's telling you the big bettors. And the big bookmaker here thinks that the uncertainty is sufficient to stop their business. They literally say, imagine like there's a hot dog stand. One guy gets food poisoning. They don't shut it down usually unless the city comes in. Imagine them saying, nope, we got to shut this thing down. You got to worry about if you ate there. It's like there's something pretty bad. Well, Pinnacle is taking down their Cowboys business and saying, we'd rather no business right now. There's so much uncertainty. That's significant. We are straight out of Vegas. Wrap it up, Jonas.
0: If, there, if you had any say Dak Prescott comes back and he's ready to go and he heals from whatever this arm issue is and he's ready to go for the season opener – at no, There's no possible way he's at 100% capacity for the season opener. Because even if he does come back, he's already not had the number of reps that he felt he vocally needed in order to be ready for the season. So you know he's going to come in maybe having a little bit of question or doubts in his head because he didn't get the amount of prep time that he normally needed. And this is on top of recovering from the devastating injury he suffered last year. So Rust is going to play a factor. At the very least, even if this shoulder injury is fine and he comes back and he. He's ready to go. He's nowhere
1: close to 100% for the opener. I think that was very well said. And I would add even one more element. Even if all the good things Jonas said, psychosomatically, he's going to be thinking, why did I have that twinge in my arm? Why was yeah. I out those 10 days? Was it because yeah. I'm throwing different now in this ankle? Should I try to do something different? Let's go to the Texas Rangers and see what they think. Those, the thing about a professional is they don't doubt themselves. And if you're Dak, there's no time in your life that it would be more natural to doubt yourself than the next time he gets on the field after a devastating leg injury and a mysterious arm ailment. Huh. I think that, that, that at best case... It's just a little bit of a downgrade for Dallas. Worst case, it could be horrible.
0: Don't you think if this is the case and and they look at him and go, all right, well, we just want to play it safe, but we want him to play in the opener. You would have to think about looking at Zeke overs, wouldn't you, as far as getting either more carries, more yards, because they're going to probably rely on him not wanting to stress Dak out with that arm issue.
2: Does it, I I feel a little bit differently about it. If Dak Prescott's not back there, I feel like Zeke is less effective. So, I mean, so if, are we
1: talk about if Dak plays, yes. but they're looking to protect him, is yes. what you're saying. So yeah, not thrown as
2: much. Okay, yeah. 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 If Dak plays, it's a different story. Yeah, but
1: It's going to be hard on the road, though, as a seven-point dog to Tampa. Yeah. Right. If there's any place you're going to have to be thrown from behind, if they started off the season, the Cowboys seven-point favorites, maybe you're right. Take the air out of the ball, but the toughest test of the year is going to be week one for Dallas. Last word, AJ. Yeah,
2: well, and if you're trying to run the ball, Tampa's not the first team that you line up and do that against. So there's a lot of problems right now for Dallas, week one, and I think beyond. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
1: Or wherever you get your podcast. So, this is a lesson. Why would it matter that Dak Prescott is out? Well, because he's the quarterback and quarterbacks matter. Well, here there's two quarterbacks with the Patriots and both of them are competitive. How competitive, though? So, AJ, we've got the odds Mac Jones, Cam Newton. You got
2: those? Yep. Cam Newton minus 350 to start week one. Mac Jones plus 250. But they did use a first round pick on him. So there is some pressure to see what you
1: got. Uh, oh, I think to see what you got for sure in the preseason. And another thing about when you have two elite quarterbacks, or let's say two starter level quarterbacks <laughs> competent quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Or oh, potential starters, even. All right. Mac Jones, Cam Newton. You can't put. Either of those behind a second string line. The offensive line will stay out there as long as they have quarterbacks they need to protect, you know, where there's a lot at stake. So imagine, plus, how can you even compare two quarterbacks if one has a second string line and one has a first? Forget the injury risk. So it's not just Mac Jones and Cam Newton playing more than we might expect, it's the fact that the assumption is the O line with the Patriots will be out there, the starters, more than they would have been otherwise. Patriots right now up to a two-point favorite in some spots wow. over Washington. They are home, you know. Now, it, go ahead. How, how unusual is that,
2: the, the day of a preseason game, for a line to move four points through a zero? I, I can't remember a
1: time. Well, I would say this. I would say if there's any time it's going to happen, it's, it's preseason, because it's going to be driven by information, right? Now, I agree with you. It hasn't happened— Back in the day, they used to announce the day of the game and stuff day before a lot. Now, because they know the betting, I think it's because there's more awareness of the betting market reacting to it. They tend to put this info out there forthrightly early in the week and just put it out there forever. Because here's the thing. The NFL did a great thing decades ago. Check when they started uh, mandating the injury report. I think it was Pete Rozelle did it. So this was pre-1980, I think we'll get to time what was the brilliance of that if everybody knows everything there's no such thing as inside information it's when you hide something can there be information that isn't public now if you can hide it maybe that's fine but it's hard to hide a secret as they say and thus pete rosell Said, let's make, let's mandate that you got to tell the truth about your injury situation. That way, there won't be anything for the betters to try to find. Did you find that, Mackenzie? No, I haven't been able to look at it. Looking at 2008, it was talked about. I think it was before then, though. I mean, it it most certainly was. Pete Rosell was the commissioner, that's for certain. So we'll get that. But it's a brilliant point. And, you know, it's probably been the thing we've screamed about the most, Jonas. is how the NFL just hasn't lived up to that. Todd Gurley in the Super Bowl uh, you know, looked, hor- you know, looked really hobbled in the playoffs, and all of a sudden he was off the injury report. And uh, the guy hasn't been the same since, but there wasn't any consequence to it. And it feels like to me, it's like uh, PEDs. If everyone does them or nobody does them, the relative effect is the same. It's only if some people do them and some people don't. So if everyone just tells the truth about injuries, there's no competitive advantage or disadvantage. If everyone lies, no competitive advantage or disadvantage. Why not force them? Take draft picks away. Everyone will tell the truth, and then this is over. We don't have to speculate. And the fans don't feel lied to. If Dallas Cowboys knew 150% Dak was out for two months, Does any of us think they necessarily tell us? So if we assume they're lying to us, I'm not a Cowboys fan. God, no. But if I am, I'm thinking, why is my team lying to me? What do they gain from this?
2: Well, they gained the element of surprise. They gained the fact that But that's
1: if if they can do it and other people can't. But if both teams right. got it, then the element of surprise is equal.
0: Also, to a lesser degree, the Tom Brady stuff, he has surgery on his knee this off season. There's reports that it's the first time in 14 years he's never worn a knee brace. And then they're saying, well, he originally suffered the injury a couple of years ago at the Patriots. I don't recall that ever being a real topic no. of conversation leading up into games. I mean, I, I mean, maybe that did was part of the problem in New England that his final year there because he didn't look as sharp as he did last year in Tampa. Yeah, but he didn't
1: get the surgery till this off season, I know. right?
0: And and that's that's the thing. It, it's it's very weird how they pick and choose to reveal information. Ryan Tannehill was another one. There was a game a game week uh, a couple of years ago where he went from full participant to not practicing at all, to out of the game, and there was no reason given for an injury. And so the NFL said they investigated it. They questioned the Dolphins. They looked into it, but nothing ever came of it. So I just don't know if they're, if if they're able to find even enough evidence, whether it's Tom Brady, Todd Gurley, whoever, uh, to be able to, to punish teams like they probably should have.
1: After the um, uh, Spygate... And when there was extra scrutiny on the Patriots, they gave the Patriots heat not reporting Tom Brady a, an injury way back. And what happened ever since or from then till the, his tenure was over with New England, every week Brady was probable with a sore shoulder. Yeah. Every week. So that was Belichick giving a big you back saying, oh, OK, you want us to report? It? So every week. So now it becomes meaningless, right? Because if he's on there every week, it doesn't mean anything. So there's gambling on these games, I don't know, in Casablanca and on these games, and now the NFL is making money directly from it with gambling companies, not a share of the winnings, but where do you think the money's coming from that they're paying the NFL, Right. So it's their responsibility to give the betting markets, which really is the world, honest information. And the sad thing is there's no real consequence to it. We can talk HIPAA all we want. And if that needs to be a consideration, then make it a consideration. But let's be explicit and shine some light on it. It will happen, but they just haven't figured it out yet.
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the
1: nation. Catch all of our shows
2: at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.